Welcome back to episode 28 of the Bod Chance Podcast, and I'm your host, Jay Del Negro. Once again, it's story time, and the story that's being told with this episode is a story of recognizing your value and recouping after your losses. Or maybe they were actually wins. So funny, I live my life through a series of quotes. And always try to attribute quotes to what's happening. Some people use movies, others use films. But one of the quotes is always like, you're a victim of the rules you live by, right? So that's just kind of like, when I think, how did I get myself into this whole issue of losing myself? And I remember in my early 20s, I was, you know, working full time, going to school. I was in New York, Brooklyn born and raised um but you know i hung out with my girlfriends we went to parties we was traveling so all through my early 20s and my teens and my early 20s it was a ball right so you know partying with the celebrities before they were celebrities and you know just really enjoying yourself but something happened between that like 24 25 i mean other than me packing it up and moving out of Brooklyn to move to Maryland, initially going to law school and changing that to um, my MPA, Masters of Public Administration. But that in itself is a story because I was 22, I didn't know anybody here and just picked up, rolled out. Me and my brother drove down here. I didn't even have, I just bought my car. I didn't even know how to drive really. So I had my brother drive most of the time. And moved to the state where I knew nobody, absolutely not a soul. And um, found, you know, and this is like pretty very early on the internet. And just, you know, pretty much found everything online. Like my job, my apartment, everything. And um, kind of scary, but, you know, I was like, hey, what, you know, what, what you got to lose? You know, if it don't work out, just go back home. So that's just kind of telling you a little bit of, the type of person I was, I you know, I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. I put my head to it. I'm gonna go ahead and just do what I gotta do. So I was always a person that's like, if I'm focused, I'm focused. I'm not stopping, and that's it. So, but when I kind of, you know, moved down here, eh, you know, I ended up getting in a relationship with someone 13 years my senior, and um, it was damn near like a marriage. You know, a result of that was my daughter. But it was a, um, you don't realize it at that time, but it was an emotionally abusive relationship. So, you know, and with that's around the time that I, I guess in my mid-20s, where you start to lose yourself, right? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm hot shit. I know everything. And when you're in your 20s, you're 24, 25, you don't know nothing. So all the kids that's either listening to this, you don't know shit. Right, so I think I know everything. I have five brothers. They school me to the game. I think I know stuff. You don't. So you with this person, um, you know, you think everything is good. You don't know, but person who's thirteen years your senior 
they have a whole life experience that you have no clue about, right? Whether the person is married, once, twice, older kids, you don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm wet from New York, Brooklyn. That's how you can always tell a New Yorker, right? They always want to tell you they're from New York like seven times. But, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, what? I'm, I'm, I'm out here. I'm, I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. I know everything. And you have no freaking clue. So now you're in this relationship. You're thinking everything is good. You realize that control and uh, caring are very close cousins. So you go about it. You know, I spend these years in a relationship. Um, and through it, I realized, like, I'm giving everything, right? You know, I just had a baby. So I had my daughter at 29. Yeah, before I was 30, so like 29. And that in itself is scary because, you know, I, I wasn't really, I didn't even want children. So that in itself just kind of threw a monkey wrench in it. But, you know, I became like the black Martha Stewart and I love my daughter. She's made me definitely a much, much better version of myself. But so... I'm over here in this relationship that, you know, I'm in it for 10 years. It's been five trying to get out of. And <laughs> I got a new baby. I still feel like a stranger in a town. And I'm just muddling my way. Now, granted, with all this happening, I'm still getting finishing up my bachelor's. I'm still finishing up my master's. I'm still working full time. But at the same token, one person can look from the outside and be like, damn, she got it all right. She got... I guess, so to say, your husband, your child, you know, I bought my house when I first moved here at 23. So I'm trying, you know, I, I got it all figured out in my head, but inside, I'm dying. I'm dying because I don't, I'm not thriving. Right? Yeah, so, you know, yeah, you got your job, you're going to school, but that's not, as you get older, you realize that's, that's bullshit. Those are just things. That's not, you know, so I'm not traveling as much as I want to. I'm not... I'm not doing nothing. I am literally just existing, right? Just you're in a relationship. You try not to make too much smoke. You walking on eggshells because you're not trying to argue because you, you really figure if I get one more thing on top of all the shit that I got to deal with, I'm going to explode. So as time goes on, we end up losing ourselves. And even as mothers and as fathers too, you begin to pour everything that you are into your kids, into your job, into your spouse, into your boyfriend. Because at the end of the day, let's let's face it, relationships, they take a lot out of you. You have to feed your relationships. If you don't feed it, they're going to either wilter and die or, you know, they're going, you know, side chicks, side dudes. You know, they're going to leave things for people to intervene. So... You're trying to do all this. You're still trying to maintain your friends. And it's like, these are the things that mothers don't talk to their daughters about, but how you just give, you give, 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 give. And there's nothing left for you. There's nothing left. There's nothing left. Because every morsel that you have, somebody's taking, they ask, and they want. They, you know, so you really find yourself just existing. Just going by, by the days. So, fast forward 10 years later, 
that relationship ends, um, I guess I become a, you know, quote unquote, single parent or whatever. But through that, you know, you kind of find your purpose, right? Because you lost yourself for all these years. So I go from being in my mid twenties now to my mid thirties. So the same person I was at 20 something, I'm not the same person anymore. So now I'm like, who am I? What, what, you know, so now I got a little one. I'm like, who am I? What, what type of person I want to be? What's going on? How, how do I fit into the world as I know it now? Because the relationship is over. You only knew this person. Everything is flipped on its fucking head. You're just really trying to figure it out. Right. And you just, you don't know, you don't know. Right. So you can't really talk to. You know, you can't talk to your mother because at the end of the day, you know, her allegiance is to you, right? So I come from a real Westinian background, right? So you hear a lot of curses and bumbleclots and everything else because your mother's like, you know, how can you do this to my daughter, right? So you can't really talk to your brothers because, again, their allegiance to you, you know, even though I would say my brothers, when you want the truth, they are definitely going to give you to the truth. No straight chaser. My sister's the same way, you know, she's ultimately, if you don't want to hear something, go to her because she's definitely going to tell you what it is. So you, you're in this really weird space where you're trying to find yourself, you lost yourself, you're just, you're trying to figure it out. You got your kid, they looking at you, you looking at them, they looking at you, everybody's just trying to figure it out. And, you know, I always say, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, you got to think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibrations. And I think, like, that's a quote from Tesla or something. But that's when I kind of found my purpose and just like, okay, what what am I good at? What, what am I good at that people tell me that I'm good at all the time that just come naturally to me, right? So how do I go from wanting to change my life to deciding to change my life? like fuck it i'ma just be exactly who i wanted to be all along right so i started taking flight lessons i started i opened up a business i i started traveling and all this with my you know my daughter in tow you know just trying to really find that balance so you know at time you know you're not really dating so you can kind of focus on that you know your kid and the things that you want to do so I'm doing all of this. I'm bringing my kids and so my kid is up flying with me. My kid is coming with me to business meetings and, you know, you're fixing up your house, you're doing things, you're traveling, you, you know, like one of the first things I did, you know, got out of the relationship, me and my daughter took a trip. And hands down, I would tell you that was probably like one of the best trips I went on because at the time, I think my daughter was like, eight eight nine but it was the perfect thing because if i'm like hey you want to eat you're like i'm cool let's eat you want to do this that's fine with me mommy it was you didn't have that extra i don't eat this or you know i'm allergic to this i don't eat meat oh i only eat bean sprouts like it was it was the easiest thing ever it was like whatever she was like whatever you want to do let's do it and 
that's a, that right there was my aha moment. I was like, that's how life is supposed to be. So through that, I found, like I said, I just found what drove me. So I started wanting to write a book. I'm, I'm going to business meetings. I'm going to galas. I bought me a new whip. I, it was just so many different things that I wanted to do. I wanted to reinvent me. And through that, I found balance. Now, this is not to say it wasn't hard because even now that I got so many irons in the fire, it, it was a process, right? And I would beat myself up time and time again sometimes just like going through that process. Like, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm not this, I'm not that, I should be further along on this, I should be doing that. And then I, you know, I got to kind of take a step back and just really check myself to be like, yo, look, look how far you came, right? You're 22, you came to this state, you didn't know anybody, you, you did this, you did that, you came out on the other end. So that was like the lesson in itself was like, don't get so caught up on the end of the, the end result, the outcome, like there's small successes in the journey in the process, right? And I and that's kind of like my I guess roller coaster ride of losing yourself and finding balance and 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 just trying to maintain it because you know like I said I still struggle with that, right? Being in a relationship, you you got to feed the relationship. I don't care what nobody says. You, you know, it's a machine that requires constant feeding. And in that, you have to always make sure you're going out to dinner, you want back rubs, you want massages, you want trips, you want this, you're spending time with each other, you're Netflixing, you're going to movies. And while you're doing all that time and enjoying each other, you start to also realize, like, I'm still not doing the things I need to do for me or whatever goals I need to set. Because the reality is this, you can't tell people, hey, I only want to see you from six to nine because the other time I need to focus on me, right? Because the other person would be like, okay, you can do that, but I'm also going to be doing me too. So it's always trying to find that balance of having a relationship and still maintaining the individuality, having a relationship, being a mother, having a relationship, still having a job and it, it, it can sometimes can be a lot and everything is not going to be all the balls are not going to be juggling in the air at the same time you're not going to be spinning all eight plates at the same time some shit is going to crack some going to crash and some you just gotta be like you know what i'm okay with this because when you don't realize or you don't focus on you know what i'm just going to focus on the things i have control over your life becomes that much easier, right? That's what I always tell people. When somebody cheating and, you know, that, that don't got nothing to do with you because at the end of the day, that's who they are. And you can't stop a person from doing what they're going to do anyway. And if a dude or a chick is telling you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, they got goals themselves. You, already, they, you can't focus on your goals when you got two or three chicks. You just can't. Right? I always say to people, you know, as a medical, if you want to be great, you can't be great if you got a lot of women. You just can't. 
because you gotta, you know, feed your focus and starve your distractions. So, you know, you're saying all that to say is that we all try to balance it all. And we all, you know, sometimes the anxiety creeps in, sometimes depression creeps in, because depression becomes a lot, but it's just like, how do you find that outlet? Now, for me, it's meditation. You know, for me, it's, you know, exercising, working out. It, you know, I'm a daredevil. So for me, it's trying to find a new way, trying to kill myself <laughs> through some crazy, you know, event or, you know, or activity I'm trying to do. Or it just, honestly, maybe taking a nap. You know, black people, when we, you know, like, you know, black people, when we, when stuff get too heavy, you be like, you know what, I'm going to just go ahead and lay down. You know, you know, one of those things, you know, when you come in, you know, your mother's like, mm-mm-mm, I know what's wrong with you. You need to take a nap. Or water, that's another, you know, thing they always tell you that you need water. But it's just really, for me, that's what I needed to do. It was, you know, that was my journey of finding balance, finding purpose, going from wanting to change my life to deciding to change it the process of it all and then my steps trying to get there but I think with relationships I don't know if it's just me I think sometimes relationships I don't you don't know it until you in it right so because you try to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? So I always say when I was in my long-term relationship, you know, one of the things that I do pride myself on is that I never turn to like a bitter woman. Like, and I, granted, the way he exited was foul and I had every right to be bitter. But I just like, you know what, that's not going to do anything, right? So I am a kind, I'm a nice person and I do give people the benefit of the doubt, right? Because I try to say inherently people are good people right you know the the intentions get kind of flustered along the way but for the most part i think that most people are inherent inherently good right um but in relationships for me you may not identify them real quickly because you need time to assess that right so quickly like we were talking about at the beginning that how control and someone caring for you are close cousins, right? So if I'm saying, oh, I get picked up from work and drove home every day, you're thinking, oh, my man, is he loves me. He's checking for me. I'm a queen. He's picking me up. Only thing missing is rose petals and, and the score, the music from um, coming to America, right, with the rose petals and they throwing everything down. But the first time that you're like, you know what, I can do it myself. I drive myself. Why? Where you going? Who you going with? What? Oh, shit. What? Wait a minute. Because then you realize that's control, right? Or when a person wants to know everywhere you go. Now, you don't know it at the beginning because you're thinking, out of common courtesy, I'll let a person know, you know, hey, yeah, I'm going to, to lunch with Dana, I'm hanging out with Tilsia, I'm, you know, I'm going to New York with, you know, my girlfriends in New York, but you realize, like, 
the intent is not to make sure that you're okay. The intent is to really keep tabs on you. So again, you don't know until you in it, right? You don't know. You could be in a 16, 17 relationship and you, it's only when you look back and be like, the hell? What is going on here? So that's, I would really say you, I don't always identify or pinpoint what the issue is. Now, I'm, I'm cognitive of it. I, you know, because I look at now, going through that experience, I'm a little bit more aware. I'm like, oh, it, it could be this. Let me keep my eye on this and see how this pans out. Yeah, I definitely think the 23-year-old Tasha would definitely be proud of Tasha today. Because, you know, I, I call it Tasha 2.0. Right? Because... I had to make the mistakes. I had to really go through all of that shit to realize where I am now, right? So I'm, I'm not sad to say I'm 40. I just turned 40. And, you know, I was just telling, you know, a young lady today, it's like, listen, you're in your 20s. You got a lot of time. I was like, listen, just fail, fail fast, fail often. And I was like, it's not going to make sense until you're 40. You really just get into your skin where you just like, you know what? This is what it is, right? Now, granted, don't use that as an excuse to be an asshole or to be a jerk. But it is what it is. You settle into your skin. If you know, like, hey, I'm a friend that if you call me on Tuesday, it sounds like a good idea. But on Saturday, I'm not going to come to the event. I wanted to, but I'm not. You just know that's who you are, right? So when you do that, they'll make adjustments and you tell people, eh, I may or may not come. Probably not. But the Tasha at 23 definitely will be a little bit proud of. It will be proud of Tasha at 40. Now, this is not to say that I don't still make mistakes in relationships. As a mother, at work, I fuck up all the time. But the difference is I'm conscious of it now, right? So I can pinpoint it and be like, okay, you're doing this. You always do this. So now you need to fix it, identify it, and try not to do it again. But hands down, I would definitely say I've, I've grown to some extent. In some instances, leaps and bounds. And in some, I'm still tripping over my feet. You know, this story that we all just heard from Tasha kind of embodies what I've learned to believe what this show is genuinely about. It's about you believing in you and taking a chance on yourself. There's a lesson to be learned by every story shared on the By Chance podcast. And just as the host, like reflecting on the previous episodes and thinking about how important it's been for my personal growth, as well as for the storytellers, whether it's about opportunities relished or ruined people tend to come out far better on the other side yo that mantra holds true in life the only safe thing you can do is take a chance see you all next time
Go on down and tell him. 